Welcome back to your Daily Dose. It's me, your old pal, Nick. How formulaic do you like your characters and your plots? Sometimes I want my favorite protagonist to do the same thing over and over again forever. And sometimes I want some change. I'm tired of seeing them in that same situation, and I need some variety in my life. This whole concept of of fictional characters, because you and I talk a lot about the world of fiction and you've taught me a number of uh, interesting terms and phrases that relate to extending fictional things into other realms and um, but like talk to me about your fictional characters growth uh. it's the desire to have something that's always the same as far as whatever storytelling outlet you have coming your way whether it's books with a particular character or a television show or a movie yeah it's Seinfeld right yeah. Like every episode is the same, pretty much the same formula. It's what you go there for. It's like when you go to your favorite restaurant and you order the food. same thing yeah. over because you know what you're going to get. And that's what you're looking for when you go there, right? Yep. But as, then what makes you... As opposed to character growth, like real character growth, maybe one of them moves away. Maybe they get new friends. Maybe new stuff yeah. happens to them. Or, you know, there's a little more what I would describe as reality in it, because obviously a sitcom is not going to be that real. Well, are we trying to escape reality by watching these things? Uh, for, certainly. But you're also interested in the character too, yeah. right? Like you do want the character to change over time to continue to be interesting versus, yeah. you know, it. but sometimes it would be nice just to have a few more filler episodes yeah. of just ridiculous things. Like I remember thinking when... Uh, I was reading comics and Spider-Man was struggling uh, with work, with money, with school, with his relationships. I'm like, can he not get back to fighting bad guys? (laughs) I just want him to punch Green Goblin in the face. Why is he talking about how his marriage to MJ isn't working out? You know, that's sort of that thing. is interesting. <laughs> well, now that was also you were, you were a kid at that point, yeah, too, right? Of course. And it, that's a lot less interesting to talk about relationships than it is that. But I think they and Stan Lee, instrumental to this, wanted to put more humanity into these characters, of course, yeah. right? But I get that. The question is, does it have to be either or? Like, can't we? I, I think your concept of pockets of stagnance, maybe, you know, where, yeah, there's going to be change, but. You still got to give me what I was looking for in the first place. There's a core set of things that you're looking for from your superheroes. uh, Number one, to be able to kick ass in an interesting way. Okay, that's you know that's what we go to superheroes for. Otherwise, you know they could be accountants or you know teachers. But in this case, kicking ass is what they do. And then you know it's about their relationships. And it's amazing to me they really do bring some reality into it with the way the egos clash. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you got that many powerful beings in the same room, you know there are going to be... Stuff is going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, problems and issues. Not that we want to focus on all that stuff, but it adds a little context to that. But I, I, it's funny because you raised this topic and I was like, oh, I don't know if I relate to that. And I completely relate to it. I can, because there are certain things that I go to just to get what I got in the first place. That's right. that's why I'll watch a movie that I've already watched. Yeah, of course. Like, I know what I'm getting out of that. You kind of zone out a little bit. Yeah, or just relax. Just laugh at the, you know, you're going to get some laughs. You don't have to think right, about or it or something so much. along those lines. But we're also thinking people, right? Yeah. And we And so we like to be challenged in that way as long as you don't stretch that bubble too far. Because you, we don't want to be like, oh, I would never do that. Come on. You're just doing that to make a storyline. Right. And so I, I get that. Uh, so say, hold on loosely, but don't let go. Keep, give us our core, 
But give us some interesting stuff around that core. Was that we'll 38 special? <laughs> it was. <laughs> nice. Well, I used to love that song. I just It's one of my favorite songs, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because we were on our third football trip, third or fourth football trip, and it was three games in two days. So my oh, friends yeah. and I, a group of us, would go to NFL games. So our first trip was... Uh, Jacksonville Thursday night, Miami Sunday during the day, and then Tampa Monday night. Wow. Yeah, so it's five days, three games in five days. We did two games, Chicago and Indian, uh, Indianapolis. Um, we did another trip to just New Orleans, and we did a West Coast trip. So we saw the 49ers and the Raiders uh, on back-to-back days. Wow. But this game or this trip, we did uh, Baltimore at the 1 o'clock game. Washington for the eight o'clock game on Sunday. So two games in one day and then Philadelphia for the Monday night game. You were in Philadelphia. Yeah. We were staying in Philadelphia. So we took a bus down to Baltimore and to Washington and we were getting to the first game. We were there early to tailgate and I made some CDs for the bus. And because there was a lot of older guys there, not necessarily older, but like classic rock guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I put that song on and this song came on as we were rounding the bend and saw the stadium for the first time. And we all started singing. I love it. It was amazing. <laughs> that is, you have such a backstory with that song. Yeah. I love it. I let, you know something I just, I, I always like 38 special just because they were just, they, they got their words out clear and solid. They had I a was good just, driving beat, you know, interestingly, so it goes back to what we were talking about. I think their catalog is going to be pretty much the same. You know, yeah, it's, yep. it's, you're going to get consistently the same kind of rock songs, maybe some ballads, maybe some faster <laughs> stuff. But if they started really going off into like jazz fusion, right? You'd be like, okay, yeah. hold on a minute, thirty eight special, <laughs> stay in your lane. <laughs> that is funny. I was like the other song that they had too. Uh, that was the. Um, She's a beauty, a one in a million girl. One in a million girl. And it had that whip sound. I don't remember the whip sound. She's a beauty. Yeah. And it's about a stripper, I believe. Um, I mean, uh, all songs are. (laughs) Maybe not all songs. Every single song. song. Dating back from Beethoven until the future. So, okay. So Elise, right? For Elise, Beethoven? Yep. Pole dancer. 100%. That's what it translates to. Eleanor Rigby. For Elise translates to. Lap dancer. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're Mona Lisa. (laughs) I think that was a painting, but yeah. It was also a song by Nat King Cole. Sure. I'm just saying. I I know my ladies of music. I know know my ladies of the night of music. (laughs) Uh, Chubbawamba. I get knocked down, but I get (laughs) up again. 100%. I love that. Hey, friends. It's Bob. Nick and I apologize for the stigmas we may have attached to so many popular songs that you may or may not love. Music is a very personal choice, and we welcome your recommendations for any song that you think could become the soundtrack for our lives, or at least for your daily dose. Send them in. You never know. You may hear your song kicking off or closing our daily podcast. Take the chance. You can't win if you don't play. And thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.